This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. It seems more and more high-stakes decisions are ending up in my hands. Aon's advanced analytics and expert insights put things in the right context. It's the gut check I need to stay on top of it all. Better decisions. Aon. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, here's 93.7 at Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Bill Bush on early break. Fun show. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always call or text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. You want to address Sip. We, so Vince in Napa, California called in the second segment. He had a new tag out per Coach Bush's yeah. request or, you know, demand. Request, demand. <laughs> yes. I think I think hey. I think I'm speaking. We all we all needed. Something yeah, new. it I was mean, it was important. Yeah, you speaking. Hey, Jakey, speaking for the people. Speaking for the people. Yeah, yeah we speak for the people, Bill. Just well, we, typically, we yeah. Jake's. Well, role. we just had someone here that spoke for all of Lincoln Sports, right, yeah. yeah, which was even direct, more impressive. The director, director of sports, sports Derek Bombeck. Yeah. yeah. So Vince has texted you to clarify what was said after he, Hell's he, frozen over. Well, he said we want to. Okay, you know he's yeah. he's he was kind of thrusting himself into the position of a coach in a fictional world. Yeah. And he said, we're going to fight them until hell freezes over. Okay, and that. then we're going to fight them on the ice. I, I want like to that. That's I good. Like that. I want to so, go back and listen to that and see if that was let, if we could hear, if we just didn't hear that. We properly. didn't get the second part. No. The first part was we're, we, we're going to fight them until hell freezes over. And then the, the indiscernible part mm-hmm. was, and then we're going to fight them on the ice. So once like it does that freeze over, we're going to continue to fight, is what was said. Yeah. That is fight on yeah. right there. You, yeah. Do you approve of that tag out? I do approve of that. It's pretty I good. Do. That's yeah. pretty good, Vince. Yeah. It's just yeah. too bad we yeah. couldn't hear the last part. Yeah, yeah you just got to work excited. on deliveries everything, Vince. So it just is. work on that this weekend and, and uh, fire that one back at us. Thank you, Vince. Yeah. Yes, thanks, Vince. All right, I want to talk a little bit about the, the games on Sunday, NFL. Uh, we, all, we just talked to Derek Bombeck, Niners fan, Niners, Eagles, NFC Championship, Bengals, Chiefs, AFC Championship. And this area cares a lot about the Bengals because of Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor, of course, great quarterback at Nebraska. Now on the verge, potentially in the most quiet way ever, going to back-to-back Super Bowls. I mean, the conversation, deservedly so, in Cincy is Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow has been a huge Game changer for that franchise, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, you know, the offense, Joe Mixon, fun to watch. Lou Anarumo's had a great year as defensive coordinator. And it just feels like no one ever talks about Zach Taylor, but he's on the verge of the if they win tomorrow in Kansas City of going to back to back Super Bowls and potentially winning 
a Super Bowl. So why does it feel like no one's still talking about Zach Taylor? And what what have what have been your impressions of him as a head coach in his years there? Obviously, he's done a, he's done a great job, especially on you know, what first year when to run him out basically, and and everyone is the, the now part of it. He just stays very very steady. Uh, you want to hear an interesting story on Zach Taylor? Mm-hmm. Up for a please story? please mm-hmm. do. Yes. So I'm coaching here in Nebraska. Here, and, uh, uh, this is I don't know seven eight somewhere nine somewhere in that area about 2007. 2005 was his first year. First year. So it's been, okay, we, he, he came been weirder than that. Then so I'm here. So. I go to where we need a quarterback. And so we go, and uh, I have a good friend of mine, Dickie Rolls, at Coffeyville Junior College. Oh, yeah, College. yeah, yeah. And so I've known Dickie for a long time. They have a quarterback that's committed to Alabama. So I'm going down there. We're going to see if we can flip him to back to, to Nebraska. You're going down? To, to Coffeyville. To Coffee. So. That's where – that's where Zach was. What's that? No, no, no. That's why oh, we're telling boy. the story. That's why it helps that, that, that I'm here. If not, this story would all would have went just south right now. <laughs> Zach was so where? We go, so we go down there. That's part of the story. Okay. And, and just stick with me. So I go down there, and I'm talking to my friend Dickie Rolls. At Coffeeville. At Coffeeville. And uh, he used to run the gunny sack. It was an, it was an oil uh, trucking company. So I used to see him at the gunny sack, see him at Coffeeville. And we're talking about his quarterback. And, at, and uh, we've had this open conversation several times that he's like, I'm just telling you what, the guy over at Butler mm. hits hands. It's the exact term. He goes, Butler. Butler. Because he goes, so I immediately packed up and went to Butler. There you go. Perfect. Community College. Yes. Yeah. So went went to El Dorado, Kansas. And then that is how we found out about him at that time. And that's when we brought in, obviously, Jay Norvell got involved with me and Coach Callahan. And that's how we ended up getting Zach here. And another thing was, and so we came, and that was after our first year. And in the spring of that next year, we went live quarterback. That's right. In spring. Hmm. So to and proceed to, to, the 05 year. To see who who could who can handle it when stuff was live. Because there's a big difference when you stand back there and no one can touch you. So we went live quarterback. Zach won the job, took off, had Two great seasons. He went up being the Big 12 uh, Offensive Player of the Year. So that was how Zach ended up being here. Was a lot from being guided from an, a coach from another school that was that was very close with me to help me get it over to that spot right there. And then obviously Coach Callahan and and uh, and uh, Jay did a great job of help bringing him here too. Yeah, Jake. I think that was Bill. I think that was the spring of 2005 when Zach won I the believe, job. I believe that's correct. Now. And he got hit in that practice. I remember it. I didn't see the practice because we weren't allowed. But the media's not in the practice. But afterwards, Zach spoke to the media, as did Bill Callahan. Okay. And Zach was beat up pretty bad. Uh, he had a he was bleeding from the mouth. Um, he got hit a lot in that practice. And I think Callahan wanted to see how he would hold up. I think it was, it was a across the board competition. Yeah, is what it was. Let, let's say. It's, it's hard to say winner take all when you don't get very many live bullets when you know, when you never get touched and so that was you had to find out who it was right, and, yeah. and so Zach won that so he's got you know when you if you just look at Zach on the sideline now you wouldn't be like man I'll tell you one thing I can look at this guy and say that's probably one of the toughest son of a guy uh, son of a guns walking but he is that's the but thing. He, but he is and like I said yeah. the, the quarterback spot like that you take some shots. And he stood in there and, and did a great job for us and took us – we got to the Big 12 championship game with him. But just, again, a great person. Uh, met his wife here, mm-hmm. Sarah. Met his wife here. She was working here at Nebraska. That's how they met. And, Sports and Information so, Department. Yeah. Yeah. Sports Information and his Department. And da- his, his, his wife is what the daughter of Mike Sherman, right? Correct. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. he went to Correct. go coach a couple of times so, with Mike Sherman. So why does Zach – 
fly. He's kind of why does he fly under the radar? A little non. He's kind of nondescript. He's not. He doesn't put himself in the limelight. Um, he, he just he's a he's a grinder. Um, <laughs> and never without telling you, without and, telling you, so he just is. does it. He just does it. But but yeah. Yeah, some of it's just that his personality. He's pretty low key. Yeah. Um, and it's not about he doesn't make it about him. Some people do. He doesn't make it about him in any way. Um, I spent a couple days with them in during OTAs this year. I went out there and spent time with uh, with their whole staff. So I knew so many people on the staff and. Zach was great during practice. He spent almost the whole practice with me until it went to team. And he goes, then he's like, I got to call some plays. And so he went and did, did his team part. But he was very good. of, and, and also, he was on the sidelines. Did you talk to him at the Michigan game? I did not. Him and, his, him and Sarah were there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Again, so another, another oh, thing. Oh, yeah, he was at the at in Ann Arbor. In that, Ann Arbor. Oh, yeah, I'm in the press box yeah, grinding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but no one really knew. Was, I'll look over and he's there because, again, yeah. he comes in unannounced. Yeah. It's not how he works. It's not yeah. how he operates. Right. And so, uh, and, and, and the reason that they got married, you guys, goes back to who got it done, Tim Cassidy. Is that right? Because wow. Tim Cassidy was so close with Coach Sherman. So Tim was the one who got Sarah a job sports information in nebraska okay they meet yeah they meet that. life goes on from there so but uh love zach a bunch pulling really hard for him obviously got like a lot of connections with people on that on that team and darren simmons is is my uh the special teams coordinator is my special teams uh mentor oh yes oh. yeah so I, that's where i would go i've been as soon as i got this special teams coordinator job here the first time i'd go out there so i've been there numerous times and we just sit down and pour over and he would just spend time with me it was ridiculous the time he would spend with me and all I would ask him about is scenarios that might come up. What about this? What about the safety? What, what, whatever scenario that might come up, he'd go through everything and spend time with me if I had to call him on something. So to have an NFL guy like uh, uh, like him, was that meant so much to me uh, to have Say him. Say the name again. What's that? Name again. Nope, I've already said it once. No, nope. we're done with that. Darren Simmons. Darren Simmons, yes. <laughs> yes you remembered anyway. Well, I'm thinking about the listeners. Oh, right Darren Simmons. Darren Simmons. So that he, like I said, he has done an unbelievable job. I said, he's my mentor. And so obviously I pulled very hard for them in, in that phase. And I, that's who I went out to spend all my time with, really, when I went out there for OTAs, was I didn't spend any time with defense because I wasn't coaching defense. So I spent all my time with Darren, sat in the meetings with him, sat with uh, in every uh, install with him. He allowed me to do all those things. Obviously, helps when you know Zach so well when the head coach is. So I had kind of had carte blanche yeah, uh, when, when I got there. But, yeah. but Darren's a great, great person. To me, it feels like if you look at all the, you know, the – Right now, interviews going on for head coaching jobs in the NFL. Even even with the success the Bengals have had this year, last year, their assistants still aren't, aren't even getting offers. Like, I think Brian Callahan had had one interview for a head coaching job. Lou Anarumo, who's had a great year defensively, nobody. And again, it's all about okay, the Eagles defensive coordinator. It's all about you know D'Amico Ryan's and the Niners. He wants to get a, you know a lot of interviews, but no one still talks about the Bengals coaching staff. And like I said, Joe Burrow has been incredible. He deserves a ton of That's, praise, yeah, a lot yeah, of praise. Yeah. But it's not like he can't be the great player he is without a great coaching staff as well, right? Great coaching staff. And just think about the plan they put together against Buffalo. Three-fifths of the offensive line's out. Three new guys like that, and they handled them. And they ran the ball like we talked about right away. They ran the ball, allowed them protection. So what a great job by that coaching staff of being like – how are we going to do this with three new guys starting? Okay, it, it, you're right. And we talked about this, and I'm not, I'm not going to hijack this conversation or make it a Nebraska basketball conversation, but it's interesting. Nebraska basketball, they lose two guys and you shut down everything. Okay, uh, well, they mm-hmm. can't win. They lost two guys. The championship teams, the good teams, they, they, um, 
they, they lose three offensive linemen, the Bengals, and still go into Orchard Park mm-hmm. and really control the game. Which is already not a great offensive line. They've been better this year than last year, but they still have they've had problems a little bit. They've been much better this year, but like last year, that was a that was oh, the big God. reason they were they give up nine sacks in a playoff game. They were bad all year long offensive they line. Nine, and they they still gave up nine the sacks in a playoff game yeah. and one. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Like you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah, like the good that's team. Goal, like right? Come on, guys. <laughs> nine sacks. Just get over it. Throw it to the open guy. Um, with that, <laughs> with all that being said. <laughs> When, when uh, you look, simple. he just spit coffee out. <laughs> coffee came out Sipple's nose. I'm not kidding you. Uh, I don't think it. Jake has ever said that, but I could hear that. Mm. Yeah, just throw it to the open guy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have not said that, but I, I don't think I so. Felt, I, it, it did come off my tongue pretty easy. It really did. <laughs> yeah, uh, the good teams do. <laughs> All right, sorry, Jake. <laughs> is is there a chance? I ask you this: How good of a chance do you believe there, that after Sunday's games, we will have both road teams Ooh. in the Super Bowl? Niners oh. are at Philadelphia. Bengals are at the Chiefs. I'll ask you first: Which road team do you think has the better chance to win Sunday? And you think they both could easily, you know, could both could win their games? Well, I'd start with the first thing I would say: I would say Bengals. Yeah. Uh, just because I of I know that that Mahomes talked about yesterday that his ankle felt better than what he thought it would be. So that's where I'd start with the health of the quarterback. That 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 is a tough injury, and how again maybe it wasn't as bad as what they initially thought. So that could be a change with that. He makes a lot of plays with his feet and, and keeps things alive. And so if his mobility is a little bit limited, that still gives the advantage of 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 to the Bengals in that area right there. It'd be a tough place to play. Obviously, I think they're easier travel like that. It's not always a big thing, but that's a like I said going from San Francisco to to Philly. They'll go a day early. So I'm sure that they're going today. Anytime you go coast to coast, you always go a day earlier. If not, you fly. The Bengals will, will leave tomorrow, will leave Saturday morning or sometimes Saturday. They might do their walkthrough or whatever that they have there, and and then, then they get back and have a meeting the night before the game. Most likely the Niners, they'll be leaving today at some point in time. Uh, so that's, that, that's, a, that's a trip now. That's a six-hour flight uh, uh, going that direction. Isn't like Niners, Eagles, yeah. Niners Eagles just a bloodbath, isn't it? I mean, can the Niners go into Philly with Purdy and win that game? Yes. Uh, they can. They can. I mean, Dak played terrible last week, and, Would they, you and the bet Cowboys on still had a chance to win Would that you game. bet on it? This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows granger has got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You guys know more about this than I do. The Niners, the Niners have not lost a game in a very long time, and that's including with Brock Purdy. I'm not, I'm not dissing Purdy. He's good. Yeah. He's, he's done what he's yeah. done. He's proven himself. But that's a – like Bill says, mm. that's, that's the, best, the best pass rush team in the – NFL. Oh, they're, they're incredible. If they can, if they, they, can, un- if they, they can run it and play action pass for Purdy, he'll be they'll be in good shape. If it gets into where it's third and eights and third and nines, and so the, with, with just being a, a rookie, that's going to be harder for him uh, to be able to make that. But there is every team when you get down to the final four, you're really good. So it's, can they win the game? Absolutely, that they can that they can be, get that. I think it's going to be it'll be a war. I, I think it's going to be a physical yeah. war. Yeah. I, I really do. It'll be fun to watch because of that. Yeah. I'm astounded by play, by NFL playoff football. Okay, 
go ahead, attack me on this, but the, just the just how physical it gets. It's incredible. I mean, those guys are really cutting loose now. It's like the NBA playoffs. Yeah. I'm, I, I watch the NBA playoffs, and I'm always startled by it seems like each possession someone's life is on the line. That's what it feels like. And that's in the NFL, that's what it feels like. Well, also, that's the way it is all year, but when you watch college football and NFL, when you're watching the game, it's it's pretty shocking where all of a sudden you're like going, oh, first quarter's over. Yeah. Just the way the clock True. runs and plays. The plays you're are, right. The you're plays right. are way less. Yep. And there's not a bunch of rotation like right. that and, and different God, players true. that are playing. Yeah. The, the number of plays are way less. You'll look at sometimes you look up and it'll be first half, both teams had 25 snaps. Why is that? Uh, huddle and the way the clock runs. So mm. there's no, if, there, if there's a first down, it's continuous clock. They, everything just keeps running all the time. Where in right. college, right. it yep. stops for a while till the ball spotted and be able to go. Well, again. I know that, but why are there NFL playoff games fewer plays? Not it's not playoff games. Just play, just just in general. Oh, NFL okay. in just general. in general. Oh, okay. Also, at the there is probably a little bit of difference in game six and game to go to the Super Bowl when you're when you're over there holding your call sheet and you're making this call and all of a sudden it's like yeah we're five and one I got a third and six let's see let's let's go here okay. Little different when you're making that call. The last game when it's when it, when, Super Bowl's on the line. Yeah, it's a big deal. When you're making those calls, it's a you're a little more nerve wracking. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I could see it on on, I on both sides on, of the ball. You're making sure your guy that you have. I could yeah. see your he, guy. He, he claims my my head coach, Dolphins coach, froze. Yeah, he froze. One hundred percent did. You thought he froze? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred. I, I was watching the game. Yeah, he thought it was a first down. What's that? Yeah, how's that? For how long? Someone would say this. Uh, first down, uh, coach. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, thirty-nine seconds. He, he was had. locked in. He was no, locked into his. Play. Absolutely not. Rex Ryan. Did, did you hear Rex Ryan? Rex Ryan's a. Yeah, yeah. I got thoughts on Rex Ryan. That's what, what I, but, were you going to say? But what did he say though? He's, I was supposed to say he's a buffoon. But a buffoon. I was. I was watching with. I was, I'm sitting there with my wife. I go. He's. I go. He's. He's confused. He's not ready. They don't have a play. And then they're trying to get a play. And then what they do? Huddle. Then they brought in different personnel. That was bad. And and and, and delay then, of game. Yeah, delay a game on that. Where it should have been right, right, like a quarterback sneak. It was fourth and one, and it went to. I'm fourth aware and of six. the situation. Yeah. Yeah. The My team yeah. lost. I'm aware of this. Yeah. Well, I know what happened. I was watching it too, and I thought the same. Oh, the coach froze. So the froze. The play calling in these games, when you're this good, it's critical. That the person, the plan that you have put together, the play call, what they have set up. There'll be a couple wrinkles like that, and usually you look for in wrinkles. You look for. Maybe somebody trying to get a big play on a third and one or fourth and one at their own. Let's say it's at the fifty yard line, and they do something to say, "Hey, we're going to go play action, take a shot here, and, and do something very unique to get a big play." Niners Eagles Fox, uh, two p.m. Sunday. Okay, okay, thank you. That's the first game, and, and the spread is two and a half Eagles. Okay, uh, Bengals Chiefs five thirty on CBS. What's that spread? You want to guess? Uh, yeah, let me think about this. We'll have sip guess. Chiefs must be point and a half favorite. Just one. Just one. one point. I was gonna say. I was gonna say two and a half. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes will see. This feels like to me a situation where I think the world expects the Bengals to win. That's yeah. when, that's when the Chiefs are yeah. the most dangerous. Right. Like, hey, we have a home game. We're the one seed. We're getting disrespected. The, the I Bengals, know Mahomes is banged up. He's like, no, this is personal now. The Bengals oddly have won seven of the last eight games against the Chiefs. It's odd. I mean, it's an odd. Just remember, why are they playing at the Chiefs? Why are they playing there? Why is okay. that Arrowhead? Well, because they won more games. But yeah. hello, so, but the, the good teams do. The Bengals <laughs> did beat yeah. the Chiefs. The they did. Season. They did. But the, the the Chiefs are ridiculously good. They, they are. are. I mean, they're. But the Bengals. What I'm saying is, the Bengals seem to have their number. Yeah, there's confidence in them right now. They're, they're, they're definitely not, is. not scared tomorrow. No. They're definitely they, is like this, that. They just went and whacked that Buffalo whole, by 17 points in the row in the snow. And then you talk about critical plays. 
I mean, what was the most critical play of the Chiefs Bengals last year that people don't really think about? Ooh. It was something that was so major, it was Ooh. ridiculous. Oh, I remember why. I don't remember. I, there was a lot of yeah. critical Z- plays down the stretch. I think they were up at the time. Was it 10 or 13? The Chiefs were. Chiefs up oh, at, at halftime. Half, right? And they get no points. They had no timeouts left, and all they had to do, and they threw the ball, I think it was to Tyreek Hill. Yes. He got tackled in bounds. Right. Clock runs out, and it's, it's like, ah, we're fine. It was twenty-one uh, to ten. It's twenty-one ten. Imagine getting a field goal. Or if you score a touchdown there, coming out, there's not enough, hardly enough snaps left in the game to be able to get back to that. You're right. That, that, that's a game changer. They score a touchdown or just a field goal. Just the field goal. That was an huge. arrowhead. Yep. You're right, and, and there was bad mojo. You could feel if, if you were watching that game. It was like, ooh, well, the feeling weird. of state. Yeah, yeah. Weird. yeah, it was yeah, that. Change. Ooh, that, and that was, was weird. and it was and also was a that's Andy Reid. You yeah. coming up with nothing? Exactly. That was a yeah. Reid call, what? right? And then you looked at it because I remember I, I I took the screenshot of it to show to our players about awareness. So right when the play, right when the play was over, because we showed we showed them a screenshot to our players. Uh, you know, later in the spring, whatever it was. Right when the play was over and they tackle him, you see Mahomes and he's signaling timeout. They didn't have a timeout. Oh wow! And so awareness. So so there's there again. There's a lack of in 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 a AFC championship game. And that those three points right there because that was a play. It's like you, you run a play. It's either there, throw it away, boom, kick it, or you have the play. So that was that was an error. It's a bad look for sides. Mahomes, by the way. On both sides, it was it was a bad look for him, and it, it's it's a big play. So those things that's going to happen again, and sometimes it's not that la- it's not in the last drive, right? Sometimes, so always, that's, well, that's fascinating. I mean, the one thing in that play that you would say the Chiefs were thinking was, hey, it's a short yardage, and Tyree Kill is very hard to tackle, but they made a sure ta- they made a, a sound tackle, and that went backwards on him, which you didn't expect. Yeah. You thought, hey, Tyree Kill can't be tackled two two yards, yeah. we're fine. Great play by the Bengals. Yeah. We got a phone call, as we have all day. Jason, you're on the line. Jason, go ahead. You're on an early break. Go ahead. Hey, guys. This is Jason from Kansas City. This is uh, good stuff. You guys are talking. Love the stories. Uh, I'm, I'm rooting hard for the Chiefs, uh, you know, but if they don't get it done, I got my Huskers there on uh, on the uh, Cincinnati team. So either way, we'll, we'll get a victory on Sunday. But uh, and a little minor adjustment on that story. I grew up in – I was born in Nebraska, Omaha. But grew up in El Dorado, Kansas. A lot of people, you know, oh. Coach, you weren't the first one. We've heard all El Dorado. It's one of those things when you live in the town, you, you, you kind of you, used to the pronunciation. So, you know, El Dorado, Kansas, and Butler County Community College. So I was pretty excited when that got uh, uh, recruited there by Coach Callahan and, and you guys. So, so is, is uh, come up. So is that like uh, Louisville and Louisville? Because you get that. Right, people, people right, say yeah. Louisville all the yeah, time. Like Coach, like Coach Osborne, Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> all right. That's yeah, good yeah, to know. That's stuff, really good yeah. to know because it's, uh, it's Louisville. I will say this: you never usually say the town much. You just say Butler. I'm always going. If you're going to, you never say where what town you're going to. It's like hey, I'm going to Butler, right. and so I, I haven't. Yeah. But I'm going to work on that, and that's why that's why we're trying to get better here. I'm trying to get simple better on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Appreciate Coach, that, oh, Jason. No, yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, we we comment because we care, like on, on Coach uh, uh, Simple and Jake Show. So. One, one thing I've I've had a, a question sure. on, and are we ever going to get, you know, like we push the NIL deal? Are we ever going to push getting a JV program? Some some sort of you know, because I hear we got all these analysts, you know, and all these players we can't get reps, you know, on you know we got sixty guys that are doing the reps, the two deeps, the the kickoff, but then we got guys sitting on the sideline, and then you got your analysts who can't coach and they got their arms folded and watching or doing what they're doing, but. You think we're ever going to get to the day where the coaches get a groundswell so we can coach these kids up 
that have to sit on the sidelines during the reps because, like I said, sometimes I feel like we got an investment fund going with all the analysts. You know, and I'm like, man, we could really use them coaching up these uh, these players. You know, that are, that can't get the reps because we saw the the drop off this year when uh, when the backup quarterback came in, and you know, it'd be it'd be nice to get this JV, this extra squad practicing instead of watching and, and be and use your analysts. You know, let them allow them, mm. allow them to be coached. So I wish there was a push to to get that back because that that would be huge in in getting Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of these, you know, I just, and it's mainly for kids too. Like who wants to sit on the sideline and watch it, you know, yeah. I mean, there's, there's some good ability to watch, but you know, like, like me and my cousin Vinny, we got passion for this program and all we do is care and, and Sipple and Jake, they care about it. And we love you. And everything you did was glad coach Callahan found you and you got back here and it was a hell of a run, uh, this past year and wish you, wish you could have stayed with us. But, uh, Hopefully we get it done here and uh, go Big Red. Thanks, Jason. Oh, I appreciate it. That's very, very nice of you. The, the, the freshman team or JV team we talked about was obviously a, a big part of Nebraska. Uh, you know, everyone's in the South locker room. We had so many people be in the South locker room not trying to be Jake and pat himself on the back, but the co-head coaches of the last winning game was Jerry Godowski and Bill Bush. That the was, last winning game of the JV Nebraska JV, JV. really yes, yes you and you and Jerry me and Jerry really we were co-head coaches of uh, of that game <laughs> Jake doesn't pat himself yeah, on the back that, I pat myself yeah, with the back well we've been on simple too much so I just got through it <laughs> yeah. I just I'm like I got thank you I gotta, right, I'll, I'll take it yeah I gotta, right. I throw it on him Jake's and, got a lot of issues yeah, obviously yeah. but he doesn't yeah. do a I lot know of he does I, I did that on purpose because <laughs> oh. like simple's just been walking into just 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 all these yeah I'll take so that was year when you and Jerry Godowski coached what was the last year let me guess I'm gonna guess this Jake. Yeah. I'm going to guess this. It was 1991. I think it was 91 or two. I'll okay. find that. Okay, well done. Yeah, 91 or two. Yep. And it was nice because you used to play, uh, you know, you would play. Uh, Ellsworth. Ellsworth. You played junior college, and then you'd play the usually like Air Force, mm-hmm. uh, their JV you'd team. You'd go out there. You'd go to a different place, and there were always right? four you'd or go five out there. games. And it, that just got, the numbers kind of went down. Uh, we have to have, back in those days, uh, there'd be 200-something on the roster because there was a freshman JV on team. On the Nebraska roster. Now you don't have that. No. And, that, that, and that's not – and that part of it is Title IX. Uh, to build that, the Title IX was not built to, to – uh, Not to, for to, JV. Not for, not, but it wasn't built to, to try to demise football or, or, or put rosters down. That's what not what Title IX was for. But it did affect it a little bit with the number of, of people you could have on your roster. That answers – that kind of answers Jason's question. Yeah. Is you yeah. can't – the roster size – you can't have a JV team now. It's it. Yeah, they don't exist. Right. Yeah, they, they no, don't they don't exist anywhere. The the. Do you remember Shane Thorell? Shane Thorell was probably the the one of the best coach I've ever worked with. He wow. was the head coach forever. I'll tell you something, Jason. Shane Thorell was outstanding. I'll tell you something about Shane Thorell. Okay, this is a this is true. I was just a little guy at the Daily Nebraskan, first year reporter at the Daily Nebraskan, assigned to cover. This is I'll never forget Shane Thorell for this, assigned to cover the junior varsity team. For Nebraska football, and it was great. It's like my own, you know. I had my own beat, and I asked Shane Thrill, "Could we talk uh, at a on a prescribed date, like Thursday, uh, just every day or every Thursday, have like a sit down chat?" And he said, "Yeah, we can do that. Just um, call my office at six a.m." Hmm. And er- Thrill Thrill took like thirty minutes to an hour every Thursday yeah. to talk. Dang. He was like this too. Every day, yeah, he was. Every day, was he was a su- like he was this. super nice we, though. Yeah, super. Now, think about talking to a eighteen-year-old kid. I didn't even know what I was doing, and 
he gave me that much time. I'll never forget as long as I live. Yeah, I was just blessed to be. He's a good to, coach to, too, to, huh? To, to, basically, I was his assistant coach when I was a GA. To, to Shane to, Thrill. Uh, yeah, I was his assistant coach, and he was he was the, he was the head coach of that team, and did an unbelievable job. And then there was a change. Um, you were just a staff, young little guy there too. How they were structured, and that's how it ended up being. What they did was they went from five GAs down to two. So all that was left was me and Jerry, as the as the two GAs, and that's how Jerry we ended up being the, being the co head coaches. You know, of the last game. So he was the offensive coordinator and I was the defensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, Jerry Godowski was around that time. He tried to steal my girlfriend unsuccessfully. I have a great Jerry Godowski story if you ever want to get one. Well, maybe we'll get after the break. Yeah, it's yeah. a great okay, one. Okay, there we yeah. go. It's yeah. a great one. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, let's do that. I want to hear your story yeah. too. Yeah. 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 Um, Godowski after the break. Okay, yeah. next, an early yeah. break in the ticket. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.